This question. election is not about January 6th of 2021. It's about January 20th of 2025, when the next president is going to take office. I know what the Democrats would like to do. They like to do. They want to talk about all these other issues, but we've got to focus on your future. We've got to focus on reversing the decline of our country. There you have it, DeSantis and some of his thoughts. Now we have with us um, Senator uh, Missouri State Senator Bill Eigel. He's also running for governor. But hey, um, welcome to the show. Um, wake up Springfield this morning, Senator Eigel. How you doing? Hey, hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, let's happy dive, Thursday. Yeah, happy Thursday. So let's dive right in and get your thoughts. So who do you who who stood out the most in the um, debate last night? Uh, well, so I I think. Uh, of the debate, I'd have to go with probably Vivek did, I think, the best. Uh, I, the, a lot of the candidates got a little bit better as the debate went on. I think Ron DeSantis was very uh, tight at first. He got better as the, as the uh, debate went on. But uh, none of them, I think, really compared with just the energy and ability to articulate as Vivek. I think some of them did very, very bad and probably will not be on the next debate stage. Uh, Asa Hutchinson from Arkansas. Uh, Doug Burgum from North North Dakota, but uh, you know it, it was. I, I got to tell you, I, I walked away from watching that with the same sense that I had before I watched that, which was no matter who's in the White House, the the solutions we need in the state of Missouri are not going to come from Washington D.C. They just are not. Uh, I've never looked at Washington D.C. as a source of solutions, and that's not going to change in 2025, which is why I'm so focused on the gubernatorial race uh, in the state of Missouri next year because we need leaders in the state of Missouri that are going to provide these big red Republican solutions at the state level. Okay, so I get that, and I mean, I'm hearing where you're going, um, but at the same time, you you just said, like, the governors didn't perform. I mean, like, so who, who what what governors are you looking at then that's making a difference that, that can um, that lead, and, and, and how are they going to get that done from their from their position? Uh, are we talking about in the state of Missouri? Yeah, no. even in Missouri overall, because I mean, how they how they impact our country. I mean, we're all looking at that. Chris, did you? Well, I think I think yes, Bill. He's still talking about the debate last night, not talking about where we're going with Missouri yet. He's he's talking about the candidates on the on the stage last night. Who can support Missouri the best? Well, I tell you what, any anybody on that stage last night can support us better than the guy that's in there right now, Joe Biden. <laughs> you know, Joe Biden, and actually, it was it was really interesting to me that Joe Biden wasn't a major source of discussion last night. Yeah. You know, the, the candidates seemed to be very interested in going after Donald Trump, which we kind of knew going in that they were going to do that. Uh, but really, instead of focusing on all the things that Joe Biden has done wrong or got wrong, of which there are plenty, uh, they were far more focused on attacking each other. I, a couple of the candidates really stuck out. You know, Mike Pence, uh, apparently his entire mission was just to go after Vivek uh, Ramaswamy during that entire episode. Nikki Haley, same same issue. And I don't know that the audiences, the millions of people uh, that were watching that debate were simply looking for, uh, you know, folks to just go after each other on that stage. They wanted to know how the Republican brand, how conservative values were going to prosper this nation. I think they were looking uh, for someone who who could be a disruptor uh, like Donald Trump has been, and that defender against the status quo, but also uh, is, in there, is there anybody on this stage that has some of the qualities of uh, another pro one of their probably favorite Republicans, Ronald Reagan, who could articulate uh, that better vision of tomorrow for the country, not just for a state, and by those measures, again, that's why I think that 
if there was a winner last night, it was probably Vivek uh, Ramaswamy because he was able to both fend off those of the attacks that were coming at him from all sides and still uh, make a coherent uh, per, uh, description of what that better uh, division looked like for tomorrow. So I got to tell you, though, I also watched the Donald Trump interview, and I thought he did very well in the interview with, with Tucker Carlson. And he's, he, there is nothing that, it, that will be changed about his brand uh, of being the guy that's going to stand in the gap for when the swamp comes after us, he's going to be the guy that stands in the way. That's good. That's so, good. And, and we appreciate that. Yep. And so I know, um, Senator um, Igle, you're running for governor here. And um, I, I loved what you said at the beginning. And you're ready to dive into it, like your vision, your plan for Missouri. So what does that include? Well, I think the first thing that, that we need to do is that there there are different ways I would answer this question. There's kind of the first day of office kind of answer. Then there's the big policy ideas kind of answer. And then there's the long-term vision. Let's, let's talk about big policy ideas. The things that the two big policy ideas I've been talking about recently are, one, we're going to get rid of personal property tax in this state. We've got to get away from charging people rent on their cars every December 1st for the crime of owning vehicles and equipment in this state. 29 other states have already done it local government, state government, all government has more money than they've ever had before. There's never been a better time to cut the tax burden in the state. There's lots of different ways we can do it, but to not get rid of personal property tax uh, would be a an extraordinary failure uh, for Republican supermajorities in the state. That's one. Two, we're going to protect the land in the state and our rural communities. So when we talk about our farmland, we should, I don't want to, I want to make sure that the state law says that we can't sell one square inch of farmland. I'm actually of any uh, Missouri ground to any foreign entity in this state. And we need to protect farmers from the use of eminent domain that's being used or could be used in the future so that these massive solar and wind farms can come into the state uh, as another part of the climate change policies we're coming into the state of Missouri. So we've got to protect our landowners. We've got to get where's a personal property tax. A lot of folks are talking about uh, election reform. Well, let's talk about election reform. I'm the only governor candidate in this race that doesn't believe that we should trust the machines in our election and we should go back to the hand counting of ballots in our election like we did for more than 100 years of our history. I, that is a big contrast between me and the other two running yeah. for governor. So if you yeah. want to see uh, re- restoration of election integrity, I think that's where we got to go. Yeah, Trump mentioned I, that last night as well. Yeah, I've heard that before, too, and I've actually listened to it and paid attention. It actually does make sense. I, I see the benefits of going back to the hand count of ballots. Yeah. So let me let me let's well, stop. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead, Senator. No, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to take you to education. So, like, you know, um, Missouri, we all the surrounding states, they've made some moves as far as um, parental choice. Missouri's done nothing. What, what's your um, vision for that? Yeah, two things on, on education I, I want to see done. And you, you kind of mentioned the first. I've been a longtime advocate of school choice, uh, of the expansion of public charter schools, of the expansion of dollars following the child instead of following the system. A lot of times, some of the systems that, that we have in the state of Missouri are performing horribly. I mean, we have a school district in the city of St. or in, in the county of St. Louis that has a average 0.6 GPA on a 4.0 scale. So the outcomes, in spite of all the record amounts of money that we're spending on education, just isn't working. So school choice that empowers parents is definitely part of that equation. The other half of that equation is eliminating the educational bureaucracy that exists in the states and getting us away from the influence of federal dollars in education coming down from Washington, D.C. So I'm talking about the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, which has more than 2,000 employees, uh, which, which costs us hundreds of millions of dollars every year and acts as an oversight board 
that is forcing the CRT, the DEI standards from Jefferson City, from Washington, D.C., down onto our public, our public education institutions. So that needs reform. And when I say reform, I want to be clear. I'm talking about defunding DESE, not okay. defunding school wow. districts, defunding the bureaucracy in Jefferson City. Okay. I want to ask you this. You talked about the, um, the, the dollars following the student. What do you say to those administrators who say, if that's the case, then what about the test scores? Because some of these, um, you know, charter schools, they don't have, they're not held to the same standards. How do you deal with that issue? Well, I think they should be held to the same standards. I don't think that the charter system that we have in this state is perfect, and I think that that needs to be added to. Uh, we want accountability. Anywhere our tax dollars are going, we're going to want to see accountability. So uh, if you have charter schools out there that uh, have an average .6 GPA on a 4.0 scale, that's not acceptable. Yeah. So uh, whatever, what, we, can, we can thread the needle of empowering parents by offering more choice than just the traditional public school while at the same time having accountability standards uh, for those additional uh, sources at the same time. So it's, all of this is, is on the table. I wouldn't say for one minute that we, did, we, did, we don't want to have the same accountability, though, whether it's charter schools or anybody else. Okay. I wanna, I'm going to switch gears on you again. And, and gov- our, um, our um, senator, potential governor candidate there, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't speaking prophetically or anything. Um, I just, I'm, I'm liking what you're talking about here. I want to go to abortion. You know, we, we've been talking about that here all morning, and we see within our own party, you have the, abis- uh, um, the abortion uh, um, abolitionists versus the people that say, take the ground that you can get. Where do you stand on this? How do you see us getting to the point to where we're protecting all life? Yeah, so, you know, we, they, had, they talked about this in the debate last night, too. Here's, here's where I am on abortion. I believe that all life is precious. I believe that life begins at conception, and I'm going to do everything I can, whether it's a state senator like I've been doing for the past seven years, or as the governor of this state, I'm going to do everything to protect all life. So the idea that, uh, you know, we've got some gubernatorial candidates out there, Mike Kehoe in particular, that is talking about uh, turning the heartbeat bill, which we passed a couple years ago, which uh, banned abortion, led to Missouri being the first state in the union to ban abortion in this country. Uh, he wants to turn it into Swiss cheese by adding more exceptions to try to, quote unquote, appeal to a broader audience. Well, I've got news for Mike Kehoe. The broader audience he's talking about, the Missouri public, has been sending pro-life Republicans to Jefferson City in massive supermajorities for the past 20 years. And so they knew uh, when they were doing that. I believe the people of Missouri knew exactly what they were doing. They were looking for folks that were going to define life as something that begins at conception, and they were going to go out of their way to defend it. So I don't think that Republicans in this state are looking for leaders of the state that are just going to, uh, you know, uh, you know, discount their beliefs or you know, compromise their beliefs. If we believe that life is precious, which I do, then we're going to look to defend it whenever and wherever we can. All right. Sounds good, man. There he is. Senator Bill Igo. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning, sir. Yeah, I have you. one final question for you as a governor candidate. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Our news director, myself, we want to know what is the governor going to do to fix our Kansas City Royal and St. Louis uh, teams for next season? I'm oh, teasing. Man, I'm teasing. I'm teasing you, oh, dude. Oh, man. That's, I'm that's a long answer. I'm going to have to filibuster them. They need, they need a lot of work. That's all I can tell you. They, they need a lot do. of work in pitching and hitting. All right. Hey, man, you have a good afternoon, okay? Stay uh, stay cool out there, okay?